It's difficult today to find a film that you don't have the slightest clue of what it's about. Well, today we're going to lightly discuss one film each that we surprisingly haven't seen in a new segment, Pick and Guess the Movie. Hi, I'm Nicola. And I'm Michaela. And welcome to the Female, Female Film, film Fanatics Podcast. Podcast. Enjoy your movie. What is your name? Harold. Harold Chasen. Oh, how do you do? I'm Dame Marjorie Chardin, but you might call me Maud. How do you do? Nice to meet you. Well, thank you. I think we're going to be great friends, don't you? So trying to find a film that I have not only not seen, but have never heard of was trickier than I had imagined. So I actually asked my dad to recommend something since he loves films and has a great library of underrated or at times obscure films. And he suggested Harold and Maud. So that's what we're doing today. <laughs> so I know you had a look at some of the film's posters for in inspiration of what it might be about. Definitely. The title Harold and Maud gave me nothing except that it was about two people called Harold and Maud. <laughs> From the poster, I'm guessing that Harold and Maud is an American film and looks like it's from the 1970s. It has a young guy on it, has to be in his teens and 20s, and there is an elderly woman as well. So I'm guessing grandmother and grandson. I mean, are they friends? But it could be a romantic comedy, which is what boggles me. Are they lovers? I don't know. All reasonable guesses. I'm at an advantage having seen this film, so I'll just sit back and listen to what you think might happen. <laughs> Definitely. I'm not completely crazy here with all my questions. So looking at another poster, uh, the young guy, Harold, uh, is holding a number of weapons, including a gun, noose, knee cleaver, gasoline, tank, and a katana. And the woman Maud is near a drum kit. So I'm guessing that the music may be a big part in the film and possibly in Maud's life. Also, the poster says that the songs uh, were by Cat Stevens. So I'm guessing we're getting some great tunes. <laughs> you might be right. Maybe it's a comedic, quirky, Bonnie and Clyde type story. I'm thinking they've definitely killed someone or they've gone on a crime spree and now they're on the run. Um <laughs> I also think that Harold's story is more of a coming-of-age tale and Maud may be a more reflective view, but more than likely I am wrong about a lot of things in my guess. Oh, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. I will say that I cried in the film. That's Definitely. that's all I'll say about it. Could have been from Ooh. laughter, could have been from sadness. We don't know. <laughs> I mean, so homicidal murder spree could not be off the table right now. <laughs> <laughs> just go around decapitating people. <laughs> All right, and moving on, uh, Michaela, which film did you choose? Well, I didn't go the route you went where I have actually heard about this film, but I haven't seen it. Rosebud. It's Citizen Kane. <laughs> by and starring and directed by Orson Welles was just all over this film. It's his, you know, people say, oh, is this your Citizen Kane? Because this is basically his his sort of legacy film, I suppose. Like, he was a fantastic actor and, you know, world famous for good reason. But just the fact that everyone just refers to this film, I find very interesting. 
and it's got a lot of hype around it. It's called the number one best ever American film. So I'm I'm a little bit trepidatious, I guess. You know, I don't like going into films with expectations put on it. It's a reason I didn't like The Hangover. <laughs> Just on a weird side note, because people were like, oh, it's the funniest film I've ever seen. And, you know, I didn't find it that funny. I just love the comparison you've made between Citizen Kane and The Hangover. (laughs) (laughs) Well, The Hangover is someone's Citizen Kane. (laughs) Fair, sure. (laughs) All I know, basically, I'm holding the DVD in my hand and (laughs) the photo on the cover is... Orson Welles at a podium gesturing behind him to a picture of Orson Welles. So I'm thinking maybe like he's a political person because, you know, they always have big photos of themselves. Yeah, politicians really love photos of themselves. <laughs> they do like, look at my face, elect me. <laughs> well, get this face. <laughs> yeah, so that that's all I sort of can go on and like, There's a photo of one of the posters on the back and it just says Orson Welles, Citizen Kane, and then just in huge writing, it's terrific across it. So I unfortunately am going in here with some expectations. So I I hope I can set them aside and sort of have my own thoughts, but we'll see. And one line on the like description of what the film is about has really caught my attention. So I I am very curious about this film and excited to finally watch it. It says, the American dream lost in the mystery of a dying man's last word, Rosebud. Wow. So confused, but quite intrigued. (laughs) So I know you sort of covered it, but why do you actually want to see this movie? I have seen two Orson Welles films and adored both of them. So I know that he's a fantastic actor and I want to see more of his work to kind of get more of a feeling. Oh, I've also listened to one of his works, which is the, um, you know, the end of the world thing. Uh, what's it called? The radio gig he did Um, that made people believe that there was an alien invasion. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Some, yeah. We, we must find out the name of that, but yeah. So I know that he is very talented and the fact that this is like considered his best work makes me very intrigued yeah it's just I'm just very interested and so it won an academy award in 1941 so I think it was released in like 1940 but people still talk about it almost a hundred years later you know that that's interesting it takes a very special film I think to get people still talking about it that long after no yeah definitely I agree I've seen I think I've only seen the third man with um Orson Welles in it and in that he was very fascinating as well. I do have to admit I haven't seen it as well, but um, in solidarity with Michaela, I will watch it before the next podcast so uh, we can have a a good discussion about it. Mm, Maybe it'll turn into another impromptu movie battle where one of us will have liked it and the other one won't have. (laughs) Now, enough about Citizen Kane until we've both seen it and can actually give an opinion on what we thought of the film. We're going to recommend each other a film to watch by the next podcast episode. So Nicola, what recommendation do you have for me? So my first recommendation uh, is the campy classic whodunit thriller madness clue. (laughs) It's another cult classic which kind of blends in well with Harold and Maud, slightly different, and it has Tim Curry in it and 
honestly, that should be enough for you, Michaela, but I'll say more for the podcast. I, just putting it out there, it is enough for me. I'm already hooked. <laughs> but we'll go in, into it just for the sakes of going into it. It's based on the board game Clue and it has all the six main characters from the game. So you have like Mr. Green, Colonel Mustard, Mrs. Peacock, you know the game, you've grown up with it, you love it. And and involves someone getting murdered and figuring out who did it. And it's fun and it's a great whodunit. And like I said, it's campy. And not only do you get Tim Curry, but you also get Doc Brown himself, Christopher Lloyd, you get Madeline Kahn, who is from Young Frankenstein, who is from an earlier podcast episode, The Funniest Comedy, so go check that out. And also Michael McKean, who is also an amazing, like, underrated actor as well. Every weapon in every single location is included in the movie from the game, along with the entirely accurate plot with the same conflict and premise. And as for the ending, I won't spoil it, but it does have three different endings with different characters doing the killings with weapons in different areas which shows how in the game each ending is unique from the next playthrough of the game because you know I love a fun campy movie I can't wait to hear what you think of it Michaela and with that being said what is your recommendation for me? I'm definitely very very excited to check out Clue. You're gonna have to send me the ending that I need to watch. Oh no you gotta watch all three and then come to your own conclusions. Oh, do I? Because, oh, no, it, you don't have to watch the movie three times, but they give you like three. <laughs> <laughs> Just casually make three different movies. That'd be ridiculous. I think they throw <laughs> the three alternative endings one after the other. So, like, yes, okay. It'll be fine. Mm. Interesting. I hope Tim Curry is one of the killers. That'd be fun. You'll have to, <laughs> you'll have to wait and see. Mm. Well, my recommendation is Ready or Not. <laughs> so it's marketed as a killer game of hide and seek. And this film has a star-studded cast led by Samara Weaving, who's the niece of the great Hugo Weaving, as young bride Grace. She marries into a rich family, the Ladomasses, although just full disclosure in the film, some of the characters, they they have different pronunciations of that last name. So it's Ladomas, Ladomas, it changes every time. It's hilarious. This family's wealth was built on board games and their strange tradition means Grace is in for one hell of a wedding night. Quite funny that our recommendations for each other today have something to do with board games, hey? (laughs) I was just gonna say that. There's a theme. (laughs) Well, a highlight of this film for me personally, apart from the great performances by the really strong ensemble cast, is the costume design. You see Grace's wedding dress transform throughout the film, plus the other family members are really well represented by their one singular outfit you see them in. Kudos to costume designer Avery Plews. I don't want to say much more because I think this film benefits from people going in uh, quote-unquote blind and not having seen the later trailers. In true Hollywood fashion, they do give away a fair bit of the plot and a fair few of the jokes. But overall, I think this film balances horror and humour really well, aided by the expert filmmaking trio of Radio Silence, and is well worth the 91 minutes of watch time. So get on it, Nicola and listeners. (laughs) No, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I like that even though we've sort of chosen like game-oriented 
film <laughs> unintentionally but uh we've chosen films from like different decades and I they look like they've got different aesthetics to them as well so I'm really looking forward to that and on that note that wraps up the first half of pick and guess the movie what are your thoughts are there any movies that you know nothing about and want to guess with us let us know on our twitter page at fffilmfanatics and make sure you catch up on all our other episodes not only on anchor and spotify but also breaker Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. And stay tuned for our next podcast for part two of the Pick and Guess the Movie, where we'll review the films we guessed in today's episode. This is Michaela and Nicola, and thanks for listening to the Female Film Fanatics Podcast. podcast.